Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Alan Thomas. I am here with Alexi Matias-Savage, co-founder of Ambisafe. How are you doing, Alexi? Uh, yeah, doing great. I've never been on the podcast before, so this is my first time. Oh, well, it's great having you here. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, tell us about Ambisafe. Tell us about the company and what, what you guys do. Ambisafe is uh, on the scene uh, from about the beginning of 2015. And at that time, the company consists only of two people, uh, which is the original founder uh, of MBSafe, uh, Andrei Zamovsky, and um, his partner. And at that time, uh, MBSafe um, was only on the starting company, uh, very small, and uh, they uh, like they they were working on a product which is called Key Server. Uh, it's just a um, secure uh, application for managing um, Bitcoin wallets. And so uh, MBSafe had a client, um, and the client is well known as Tether, uh, Tether USD, probably heard about. And so uh, in the middle of 2015, uh, my friend Andre uh, invited me to work for Tether. Uh, and that's how I got into the crypto space. So obviously I heard about Bitcoin before, uh, like way back in, I don't know, maybe 2000, 
13, 12, maybe even 11. Um, but yeah, so I started to work in the crypto space in middle of 2015. Um, so yeah, so that year, 2015, we worked at uh, so the Tether was the client of NBC, but I was employed by Tether itself because NBC still was a very small company and I uh, wasn't able to uh, have many employees. And uh, I, I worked uh, with other, other friends in Tether till the end of the year, till the end of 2015. And from that point on, NBC, NBC grew uh, a bit, I'd say. They, they were like six or eight people in there at the moment. And Andre invited me to work in MBSafe itself and some other of my friends who also been working in Tether before. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so I joined the MBSafe in the beginning of 2016. And from that point on, in with the company all my free time, almost all of my free time. Yeah, so at some point of time, my friend decided that uh, me and a couple of other friends uh, who was there in the beginning of the company uh, that uh, we should all be um, considered the co-founders and having an equity in the company. So that's how it all started. Alexi, what does what does Ambi what does AmbiSafe all about in terms of what it does today? I, I noticed on your website that the tagline says "We eat smart contracts for breakfast." So what does that mean? Tell us about that. It means that uh, from the very beginning of the uh, Ethereum blockchain hitting the the live uh, live production state. Uh, we started to work uh, uh, with smart contracts and uh, uh, getting used to and building uh, different applications and early things that were never done uh, before us. Um, and from from that point, we continue to to work with the smart contract. Contract. So all our applications are somehow related to the smart contracts. If it's not a pure Bitcoin wallet, for example, and um, um, and the thing is uh, that, uh, for example, we, we launched uh, the first uh, token contract that we launched. Uh, it was the end of 2015 and the beginning of 2016, uh, and it was like the first. Um, uh, it, it was the first. Uh, uh, widespread, like wide, wide usage token on Ethereum blockchain, because uh, because it had like tens of thousands of transfers in the beginning of 2016, and before that nobody really used it, uh, nobody really made use of tokens on Ethereum, and so we kind of we feel it like we kind of pioneered some of the some of the things in the smart contracts here. And right now we are, we we have uh, different products like we have a crypto wallet uh, to manage uh, assets on Ethereum blockchain. We have this uh, smart contract based uh, matching engine and uh, and uh, exchange which is called Order Book Order Book IO. And also we do lots of custom custom developments uh, related to the smart contracts. And obviously we do the audits. Of the of of the smart contracts of other companies, and we did uh, already more than a dozen audits, and everyone seems satisfied with it. So, so you guys said that. Uh, so you said that you guys are most likely seen as kind of the pioneers in dealing with smart contracts and kind of being in that space. Yeah, yeah. So we are there, like from very beginning of the of the 
production state of Ethereum and we never left and we're always pushing forward. Many of our concepts are uh, are like like we use many many concepts in production which is never used uh, by any by anyone uh, before us and is still is not used. Okay, and 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 I know you said Ambisafe is kind of start off as a small kind of a small group and it's just kind of growing organically. What what would you say is the ultimate goal or ultimate mission of Ambisafe? Uh, the ultimate mission is to is to make the financial instruments accessible to the whole world and to make it uh, accessible easily over time, more easily over time. So, so we're trying to make it easily. Um, e- uh, we're trying to make it more easy uh, all the time for for the people to use financial services. And so, and so to try to move them away from traditional banking services or traditional financing services, kind of move, kind of move them into. The next step yeah uh, because uh, I think that um, crypto economy is much more friendly to the to the people than the convenient centralized solutions now in, in putting together ambisafe and putting together your 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 products what are some of the difficulties that you've encountered in putting this together up to this point uh, so the main difficulty for me was that uh, before the Ambisafe, I, my professional uh, work uh, was related to the um, testing automation. So I was mostly, for, for many years, I was writing uh, automated tests for different applications and websites and was uh, mentoring and teaching people how to do automated tests and how to program and how to do testing in general. Uh, but uh, from throughout all my life, I was uh, always doing some programming regularly, uh, mostly for fun and for uh, for my own little projects. And um, when I got into Ambisafe, uh, the thing is that I uh, I was I got into the company as a project manager for for crypto projects of our clients. But then. Uh, like we needed, we needed to change something because we needed uh, our smart contracts to be tested extensively and properly, and all the tests should uh, should have been automated. But we had not enough people, and uh, at the beginning of 2016, there was no people in the world who who can work with smart contracts, understand them, and write tests for them. Like there was, uh, the, the, there were these people, but they were very small amount of them and uh, they were all already hired and uh, you cannot just go and find a solidity specialist at the, in the beginning of 2016 so i needed to I, I i was put into position when i need to test the smart contracts without having any idea about what the smart smart contract is and in order to do this to do to test the smart contracts, you actually need to understand them pretty well if you want to test them properly. So I needed to to educate myself to learn about the smart contracts and uh, how they work and what it's all about. Uh, so that that's what I started to do. And yeah, so this was a hard hard uh, uh, hard process because uh, we I, I was I was all. Regularly stacking with the problems that you just cannot Google the solution because nobody stuck with this problem before you, and we mostly used the um, uh, Gitter Solidity channel 
in order to talk with other pioneers in the technology to or talk talking to the developers of the core developers of the Ethereum and Solidity itself in order to solve the problems that we were facing and uh, like reporting the bugs to the Solidity compiler itself because uh, we stumbled upon some problems on our live production based uh, on, on on the bugs in in the in the programming language itself. So yeah, the the, the process of educating myself in this space and uh, getting to the level of uh, understanding and comprehension I have right now was probably one of the uh, one of the big big struggles and hardship, hardships of my life. You were expected to become an expert or, or in something that was so new there weren't even other resources to really just go to quickly. So you just kind of had to figure out through trial and error whether you were, you know, whether you were on the right track. Yeah, this is true. It, it, and yeah, and the trial is, and error is the exact correct term because it was like. I wrote the smart contract. I wrote the test for test for it. I knew how it works, and I know that it works uh, should work properly. But then our client uh, on the production environment stumble upon some problem. I'm starting to investigate it. Then I'm starting to try to reproduce it, and they literally fighting with the uh, with the compiler for hours, like maybe four hours, six hours, and because I never have uh, have this. Um, uh, triggered like this thought in my mind that maybe the problem is not with my code, but the problem with with the programming language itself or the compiler. And so in the end, I, I st- I'm starting to think like, oh, I forgot to check. Maybe it's a problem with the compiler. And then it is, and it's a relief. And at the same time, it's a disappointment because spend so much time thinking that your code is wrong, but in fact, your code was okay. And uh, yeah, but... Uh, in the end, in the end, it's fun. So we've talked about some of the the, the difficulties, and it sound like major difficulties in trying to uh, learn smart contracts. But what is what would you say are some of the main achievements that you had in this in, over the past few years working with Ambassades? Yes, uh, I I think my main achievement, and that I feel uh, feel like an achievement to myself, uh, besides the different. Uh, smart contracts and uh, pieces of software that they built here is that um, we have our one of our core products is the token platform the platform is used to create tokens for all our or all our clients and um, uh, at this point of time there is already almost 700,000 transactions made within our platform by by the users and there is like more than 300,000 users using it, and this is all based on the smart contracts uh, which were written by me from scratch. And yeah, I feel this this is an impact. <laughs> People are using it and it works. Now, in terms of the application of smart contracts, are we uh, we tend a lot of times we tend to think about financial transactions uh, mostly right off the bat, but are but they can be used for more than than just financial transactions, right? Yeah, absolutely. So one one of our one of our clients um, is the company called Chronicled, and uh, their idea was uh, at least at the beginning. I don't really know uh, what what are their plans as of right now, but at some point I think in the fall 2016, uh, we've been working together 
and they were building a um, we've been actually building together an open registry for the open registry of things and it doesn't really mean the the internet of things not not this term so the idea was uh, to uh, to stop or to make it really hard to make fake products so uh, the idea was to put a microchip with the private key inside of every uh, every valuable thing and uh, the original idea was to put the microchips inside of the pairs of shoes uh, especially from the famous brands, and uh, uh, and the idea was that a manufacturer who creates the shoes uh, also puts the the microchips inside of them, and the microchips cannot be altered or private keys cannot be uh, taken from them; they can only be destroyed or read. And uh, yeah, so the the manufacturer puts the chip inside and puts the public key from the chip on the blockchain, on the Ethereum blockchain inside of the smart contract. And from that point on, when some customer buys this pair of shoes, the customer can, with their smartphone, can just check if this particular pair of shoes is an authentic thing from, from the particular manufacturer. So they were, they were want to, to fight the fake product in this way and I thought at the time I thought it's a, it's a like really useful use case for people because people uh, usually hate fakes and they want to receive authentic products and that's just a perfect uh, perfect way of doing it I, I'm not sure about the scalability of the of the uh, of the solution because obviously you need to store a lot of data on the blockchain but uh, but the, the 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 idea, I like the idea, and yes, we built the smart contract for this registry, and we built the blockchain explorer for it. We built the uh, SDK for for integrating the registry into a different software, and yeah, but I, I don't know the state of the project as of now. Been not really following it. But this would definitely go a long way to cutting out fakes and bootlegging, though. Like you said, if, if, yeah, if once it is set up. Now let's talk about uh, the roadmap for Ambisafe itself. What does what does the roadmap for the company look like for the next year or two? Um, one of the things is that uh, we are working a lot. So at least half of the company is working hard on the on the order book IO. Uh, because it's a big product and it's uh, we put lots of work in it and uh, me myself too because the matching engine uh, of the exchange is all made on the smart contract and it's mm, it's very advanced. I don't know if like as far as I know there is no uh, other matching engines matching engines on the blockchain uh, as as much advanced as ours. But uh, maybe I just don't know though. I'm pretty sure about it, and uh, we put lots of um, we put lots of um, uh, new um, new concepts in it, and uh, uh, we even try to we are trying hard to be uh, compliant with regulations of different countries and particular in particular United States, so that uh, so that people from United States can also. Uh, legally participate in the 
crowd sales and uh, buy securities and so that we can issue securities on the blockchain. So yeah, so so one one big thing that we will continue to work on, we have a plan to continue to work on and improve over time and make it big, is the order book IO and it's uh, uh, we want to 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 have it widespread and use it across the world. Um, the other thing is um, um, we are still uh, putting lots of effort into into custom developments for for our clients and for the um, organizing and making the ICOs and token sales. And we are trying to make this process uh, more transparent and more uh, robust and flexible and uh, easily setupable. And yeah, so at the moment, this is our our main directions. And so do you think that the regulations that affect the use of smart contracts is there a time where they'll become stable enough where smart contracts can be used widespread, as you said? Uh, I hope so, and we are working in this direction. I I, I cannot say that I like the uh, like I don't like with my heart the idea that uh, smart contracts need to comply with any regulations at all, but uh, we have to in order to to have to have in order for the customers to have um, easy access into our platforms uh, but i hope that in the future the more the more farther we go in the future the less regulations will be able to affect the the freedom of the smart contracts and if i was and if i'm a company or or individual or institution wanting to get started with ambisafe what what would my first few days engaging with Ambisafe look like? What would that would would it start with some kind of evaluation or a consult or something like that? And probably you will you will be talking uh, with the sales, uh, probably for one day at least, and the sales and the legal team will be evaluating you and your product, your project, and after that uh, you'll be. Um, you will be directed to the product specialists who will like uh, who will help you to uh, shape the idea about your product and uh, the ways how we can help you with it and and further on uh if uh, if you will like the interaction then that will be that will be not two days it will be some sometime later after these two days uh after that uh, you'll you'll be able to um to talk with architects about possibly me or some else some other employees from Ambisafe about the exact architecture of the pr- project and uh, what parts need to be done how much time will it take uh with uh, with much precision so let's say a, a client comes to you and they have a lot of wild ideas about how they want to use this and and what they want to do with it is, is are there any are there any developments that you've heard of where they may seem a little bit too ambitious to do today or even a year or two from now maybe it's something that could be done five years or ten years out anything something like that where it's just like well the technology just isn't to that point yet yeah so uh, we had even uh, so in the beginning I think in the summer or not summer uh, 
when, when it was maybe uh, yeah it it was a spring of 2017 and uh, who wanted to he already had a working business and he wanted to uh, like to speed it up speed it up the growth growth rate of the business and make it more widespread more people into it and they wanted to make an ICO for that and they wanted in order to make an ICO they wanted to introduce the blockchain inside of their business and while talking to them through many hours uh, we actually um, we persuaded them that it's it's not a good idea for their business to 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 get blockchain because it's the, the blockchain is really not needed there and uh, the money that they would spend on the on the making the ICO itself uh, can be better um, used for for the for the growth of the business so to just put it back into the business and make like use it to to get more people into it and they were they were pretty uh, surprised about uh, about that because we kind of like said guys you don't need our help just uh, continue your own work and uh, they were surprised that we were not trying to just sell them w- what they don't don't really need and yeah so so there is also when some client says that they want like hundreds of thousands of transactions per second and uh, they want this all on blockchain we obviously also tell them that uh, the technology is not there yet but uh, some of them uh, decided to start uh, start with with something that will work and then with the technology evolving to to move to more scalable solutions uh, but yeah there is obviously um, obviously cases when the blockchain is just plainly not needed or is not really well suitable at the moment and we are trying to communicate this to to our clients okay and alexi what would you say your final thoughts for our listeners would be what is the big takeaway that you would want our listeners to get out of the interview i'd say for for some time uh, already i'm thinking about that um, people should learn the technology that they use and uh, the more they use the technology the more they should learn about it and not just uh, trust it or uh, or use it on very high abstract level I really want the people to to think about it and understand and to educate themselves and I think in this way the space will be more secure more safe for everyone and will improve faster and and to higher higher altitudes yeah, you're right it does sound like if we if we were to get a better understanding of all these different applications that we use just on a day-to-day basis, maybe it would be easier to keep them secure, right? Yeah, absolutely. Security is just the first line that will improve considerably when people start to educate themselves more. And and so, Alexi, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you or get in touch with Ambisafe? What's the best way for them to engage with you? Uh, They should just open the mbsafe.com and we have a live chat there so they can just send a message and if somebody does not respond to them the same second they will get a response in in less than 24 hours for sure and we'll have some if they want 
uh, a call or want to talk about their project, uh, it can be scheduled quickly. Okay, great. Well, Alexi, I, I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast and giving us this interview. And we, we thank you for your time and your expertise. You're absolutely welcome. I had a great time. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018. The Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.